The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. When John the Baptist heard in prison of the works of the Christ, he sent his disciples to Jesus with this question. Are you the one who is to come, or should we look for another? Jesus said to them in reply, Go and tell John what you hear and see. The blind regain their sight, the lame walk, lepers are cleansed, the deaf hear, the dead are raised, and the poor have the good news proclaimed to them. And blessed is the one who takes no offense at me. As they were going off, Jesus began to speak to the crowds about John. What did you go out to the desert to see? A reed swayed by the wind? Then what did you go out to see? Someone dressed in fine clothing? Those who wear fine clothing are in royal places, royal palaces. Then why did you go out to see a prophet? Yes, I tell you, and more than a prophet. This is the one about whom it is written, Behold, I am sending my messenger ahead of you. He will prepare your way before you. Amen, I say to you, among those born of women, there has been none greater than John the Baptist. Yet, the least in the kingdom of heaven is greater than he. The Gospel of the Lord. Brothers and sisters, today we celebrate Gaudete Sunday, that third Sunday of Advent, which as a kid always meant that Christmas is right around the corner. Yes, it's the pink vestment day. Now that I'm a priest, I get to say, yes, it's the pink vestment day. But it is this third week of waiting this third week of waiting on the Lord to come. And it's a continued time of preparation in our own hearts to celebrate with great joy the Feast of the Incarnation, the Feast of the birth of the Son of God into the world. And the church again focuses our attention on the character of John the Baptist who Jesus says, among those born of women, there has been none greater than John the Baptist. And yet, as I think about how I came to receive the faith throughout the course of my own life, John the Baptist played sort of a minimal role. We talk about him during Advent, and then we sort of forget about him for the rest of the year. 
But there must have been something really important about him. And when Jesus speaks to the crowds that are all around him, he asks them this question, what did you go out to the desert to see? What did all of you go out to the desert to see? Which means that all of those people must have at one point gone out to see John the Baptist. That John the Baptist must have played a role in their life. And we know that he was a prophet, and Jesus says, among those born of women, there has been none greater. That he was a great prophet who called the people at his own time to conversion. He called the people at his own time to change their lives. And so people would go out to John the Baptist because they had been living a life that made them unhappy. They'd been living a life of sin. They'd been living a life away from the Lord. They just realized that they were sick of things. I'm just sick of this. I need to change everything. And so they went out to John the Baptist. And they were baptized by him as a sign of their repentance, as a sign of saying no to the life that I was living. And now I want to change everything. And then Jesus comes along. And as the Gospels recount, Jesus comes along and he starts healing people. And he allows blind people to see again. He allows crippled people to walk again. He cleanses lepers, the deaf hear. He heals them and restores the integrity of their body while also restoring the integrity of their soul. And then they became his disciples and started to follow Jesus. And so John the Baptist played this role of preparing the people to receive the healing that Jesus wanted to give them. And that preparation involved saying no to whatever attachments that they had in their old life. And he plays the same role in our own lives. Now we are all called to be restored to integrity of body and soul. We're all called to holiness. And the path to that holiness follows the same pattern. That we all need to renounce all of the sin in our lives, like everything that has taken me away from our Lord. Whatever I'm attached to in my own heart. In order to allow our Lord to be the one that heals us. And as he does... It's then that we are moved by love to follow Christ more faithfully. It's the simplest pattern of the Christian life. And during this Advent season, it's a time for us to focus in on it more clearly. 
and to ask ourselves, what is it that is keeping me from seeing Christ more profoundly? If John the Baptist lived in our own time, what would we go out to see? What are the things in our own life that we're sick of? I'm sick of setting my alarm for 6 a.m. every day and hitting the snooze until 8 o'clock. I'm sick of that. I start every day. Like, I disappoint myself 20 times before I get out of bed. Or I'm tired of checking my social media every day and feeling rejected because nobody's said hi to me on social media. It's tiresome. Or I'm sick of committing the same sin over and over and over and over and over again. And I'm really ready to change that. I'm ready to bring that into the light. Or maybe I'm tired of trying to control everything in my life. I'm tired of trying to do everything by myself. And I'm ready to accept the fact that I need Jesus and I need people to live a life of joy and happiness and communion. I'm ready to accept the fact that our Lord has chosen me as his beloved son or daughter. And to live out of that love. And that's truly what we prepare our hearts for. We prepare our hearts to allow ourselves and to allow our Lord to come into our life and choose us as his beloved son or daughter. To allow ourselves to be moved by that love. And that too is something that can only happen when we're ready to let go of everything else that we're attached to. That is the most profound and amazing thing that we believe as Christians, that God became man to be like us so that we could be like him. It's also probably one of the most difficult things for any of us to really accept. Because it involves completely surrendering our lives to him. Because it involves letting go of everything else. And allowing our Lord to come in and transform our hearts. In the last couple of months, there's been something in my own life that I haven't been able to let go of. And sometimes these things are personal attachments, sometimes it's some unforgiveness, some pain. And then finally, through the help of some wise people that I go to for help, 
I was able to let go of a little bit more of that. And then I went to see my spiritual director, and my spiritual director said to me, how do you think Jesus feels about you right now? Scary question. And then this answer started welling up within my heart, and the answer was, I think he's kind of proud of me. And then my spiritual director looks me in the eye, and he's like, yeah, so what do you think of that, Father? Sort of as if to say, like, now you have to deal with the fact that God loves you. And that he's chosen you, and you belong to him. And everything's going to be okay. And it is the most amazing, liberating, joyful feeling that any of us can have. That's what our Lord wants to do for each and every one of you. That's what we celebrate at Christmas. Belonging to our Lord. And to get to that point of belonging to our Lord, we need John the Baptist. We need to be called to let go of whatever it is that gets in the way. To truly repent of the sin in our lives. The unhealthy attachments in our lives. To truly make space in our hearts so that our Lord can enter into our hearts just as he entered into the world 2,000 years ago. And then he starts to move us with his love. And the life he has planned for us is much greater than anything that we can imagine or dream up on our own. And so today, as we celebrate this Gaudete Sunday, this Sunday of rejoicing in anticipation of celebrating the Feast of Christmas in a couple of weeks, let us pray once again for the grace to reject, renounce, let go of whatever is getting in the way. And that our Lord will truly transform our hearts that we might live in the joy of being his beloved sons and daughters.